morning everybody and welcome to my first podcast. Um, I've never done this before um, and I really just want to do this as a way to share my health journey um, and hopefully my journey to sort of general health, weight loss and well-being and connect with you out there who are maybe on a similar path or who have um, been on a journey or who are looking to commence a journey of their own. So um, my name, <clears throat> I'm calling myself Fat to Fit 28 um, and really I just wanted to use this first episode to introduce myself and talk a little bit about my health journey so far and why I'm essentially deciding to share a little bit about my life with you all. So essentially um, this podcast will really document my fasting journey so I want to say that up front I am starting to fast um, and I am currently on 36 hours into a 37 day water fast so I will be fasting until April 1st Um, and my number one aim for this is fat loss um, but also to get all of the other multitude of health benefits out of it Um, and I'll be talking a little bit more about that later. Um, But really just to introduce myself and let you know a little bit about who I am. So I am currently 29. I turned 29 a week ago. Um, I have been on a long journey, I guess, in terms of uh, with studying and and moving around different jobs and taking a while to settle into my now, uh, my career. Um, And I guess the issues with my health started when I was around 25 um, is when I really noticed that I had started to, I had put on a lot of weight. I'd always hovered in the 60 or so kilo mark, sort of mid 60s. Um, And just for context, I'm 165 centimetres or five foot five. Um, So I was always a fairly good weight, but had a bit of a tummy. But again, nothing that was, you know, I was never confident in bathers or anything, but um, I was always, I thought I looked good in clothes, essentially. Um, Now, at the time when I was 25, um, I was doing an honours year um, in my degree, so I did health sciences, um, and I was studying honours part-time as I was working for um, Department of Health um, part-time as well so I had essentially I'd gone through uni to do an undergraduate degree of health sciences um, I then started when I'd done that a graduate diploma year um, and when I started that graduate diploma year I got full-time work with the Department of Health um, now that was in like a maternity field position so um, that was only about eight months and at the end of that eight months the person who I was filling in for came back on a part-time role and I essentially shared that role with her so um, to basically to stop myself from like I wanted knew I wanted to stay in that team in the job that I was in um, so I decided to do some further study I've always been interested in in research and and my last year of my undergraduate degree I I really connected with a lecturer um, of a research topic of mine who um, I then got in contact with and she then became my supervisor for my honours year. So essentially um, at that time I was juggling, I was doing a a full-time workload really between my thesis and um, my work Um, and then what happened was my work went from essentially 0.5 of full time down to 0.3 because again the other person I was job showing with increased her hours um, so at that point I was a bit 
worried. So I decided to look for extra work, um, which came about in the form of teaching at the university um, in the faculty that I was doing my thesis in. So at this point I had my thesis was still part-time. I was doing um, three days a fortnight at the health department and I was teaching. Um, then to also take on some extra work because I'd also moved out of home at this time then with share housing, I then also became um, got a casual role in another section in the health department which was uh, four days a fortnight. So then it was between the two roles at the health department it was almost full-time plus I had teaching plus I had my thesis so I guess all of this sort of culminated in 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 essentially almost a bit of a breakdown <laughs> um, I became very depressed very anxious um, and I also at that time of, of um, I was moving around quite a bit because housemates were changing I'd had to go home for a little bit my parents were selling our family home. I also met my now fiance, um, who at the time my parents didn't really like. Um, well, no, I should say my father just didn't want to know. Um, so then there was all of that stress going on. Um, and I was sort of felt like I was being torn in a thousand different directions and it led to me being incredibly depressed. Um, and then essentially also the weight gain happened. Um, and even though sort of on the surface I should have been extremely happy I had met my now, you know future husband um, and you know I was on the start of my career it became very very stressful um, and essentially what happened was I finished my thesis and and now fortunately I'm working full-time in the role that I wanted um, but even with that happening, um, the last two years, so that was about two years ago, the last two years of just being full-time work and now living with my partner left me with, I continued to gain weight, I had a huge sugar addiction, um, I was getting, I was almost suicidal at one point because I was so depressed um, and then the guilt of being that depressed and causing the anxiety and worry in my partner and the way I was behaving towards him, it was just a really dark time in my life. And essentially where I'm at right now is I've had, I've been seeing a psychologist. I'm now on um, antidepressant medication, which has really helped. But my eating is, has been out of control and my sugar addiction has been out of control. So I guess to fast forward to now four years later, that turbulent time in my life is over. But the lasting effects are are here um, and this is what I want to deal with so currently I am sort of at my heaviest was February 6th so this February I was 94.2 kilos so technically obese um, and I've just been feeling so awful about myself dealing with so many um, bad eating habits like food has always been something I've gone to when I'm stressed and I've always had a sugar addiction because I think also I've been quite an anxious person all my life um, and I think that's sort of laid the foundations to uh, having some quite seriously bad habits and, and also being with a partner who he is amazing um, and but again he loves his food just like I do um, he's got a few kilos overweight but he is nowhere near he is nowhere near as overweight as I am um, and he's also got a very active job being um, an electrician so now I'm at the point where I want to start 
bring my life back into balance. So we're going to get married next year. We're in the process of building our house. Um, and really, I just want to focus on our future. So I want to be healthier for us and for our family as that grows in the future. So I just wanted to really start off by saying fasting is something it took me a while to come to. Um, I guess I first heard about it a couple years ago, um, well, probably actually six or seven years ago now, when a friend introduced me to a diet called the Isogenics Diet. I don't know if people know about it. It's essentially a networking network marketing company so I didn't like that side of it but it really consisted of 48 hours of fasting so two full days in a row um, where you essentially just had black coffee herbal tea um, this particular powdered vitamin drink Um, and then the other days the other five days consisted of two shakes protein shakes and one meal so that was my first uh, I guess exposure to fasting and then at the time I when I really threw myself into it um, I lost like eight kilos in four weeks and I felt amazing and and um, yeah and I, I guess I didn't realize at the time but now I do that it was those two days a week of fasting that was causing the weight loss as opposed to the other days with the shakes um, and ultimately and inevitably like with so many diets I I slowly put all the weight back on that I lost plus now I'm 30 uh, I've calculated it, 36 kilos heavier. So yeah, so it took me a while to get to it. And there was a long time where I, I you know, I've all, I've done a lot of diets, not necessarily strictly, but tried to eat healthy and reduce calories and move more and all that sort of thing. And nothing's worked. Uh, and, and ultimately I just keep putting more on and nothing addressed my huge sugar addiction. So I can sit there and eat a whole bag of Haribo lollies or, um, Alan's lollies or a whole bar of chocolate and ice cream and not feel sick and and I've got especially it's coming up to Easter so I have a real problem with cream eggs um, I can eat a couple of those in one sitting so none of these diets ever helped with that I would diet and then as, as so many people do I cave and then it was just all all on um, I would eat anything and everything in sight so um, I guess with the latest in fasting, I heard, really heard about fasting, I guess, and, and acknowledged it last year. I can't remember what I was reading. It was a blog. Um, and this lady talked about the snake diet. And I thought, what on earth is the snake diet? Um, and essentially, I did a bit of Googling and came across, I uh, came to YouTube to a Cole Robinson's YouTube channel so he is the steak diet wizard I guess he calls himself and essentially what the snake diet is is um, fasting so it is fasting and during your periods of fasting you eat nothing you just have water with sodium chloride potassium chloride um, bicarbonate soda like baking soda um, and then there's a few different variations of that but essentially it's getting those couple of different salts and then magnesium as well if you need for muscle cramping so basically electrolyte water that you make yourself um, fasting and then when you eat just basically not eating like an idiot so a lot of people do it with with eating low carb or keto some people do carnivore there's a few different things um, anyway, so Cole basically said fasting is the best thing since sliced bread. And I thought this man is weird. You know, you need to consume so many calories. If you don't consume enough calories, you won't actually lose weight. You'll burn muscle and which I now know to all be absolute bullshit. Excuse the language. 
Um, but yeah, and my I was really fascinated with it and seeing this is a success story. So he basically he's a personal trainer, I believe, but he does all this free coaching for everybody. He offers free advice and free coaching. The only thing I don't like about Cole is that he screams at people. <laughs> so he introduces every episode with "Hey fatty." And basically screams at people and calls people fat pigs and stuff, which, okay, I don't like it. Um, a lot of people don't like it, but essentially what he's doing is is for the health of everybody. Um, and he's pointing out some harsh truths, really, that, you know, we're overweight because we've allowed ourselves to get there. Um, but, and through him, I basically, um, I found a couple of other people. So some people, I think, that are sort of his earlier followers and, and have done this fasting focused lifestyle for a while become um, they can become sort of mentors as well again it's all free um, and one of them is Charmaine Miller who also has a YouTube channel she's been fantastic she does the sort of videos that he does but she doesn't shout at you she's very reasonable um, and she hasn't done it for weight loss actually it's she does a lot of weightlifting and, and she does fitness competitions and things so she was doing it from that perspective but has coached an awful lot of people and has a um, Facebook group for people to sort of tap into doing rolling 48 fasting so essentially you might eat dinner tonight and then you don't eat until not tomorrow but the day after the next dinner um, and again you can do any sort of fasting you want to I've also seen um, videos where there was a girl who did a 50-day fast where literally she, all she had was water or salted water um, had nothing else at all not even tea not coffee um, and essentially it's basically what our body's designed to do it's feast and famine so you fast you look for food you get food and then you fast until you find food again. And essentially we the information that we've all had has been, and, and the dietary information that's given to us has been terrible. <laughs> um, and really focused around industry and the food industry. You know, they don't make money if we're eating, if we're not eating or we're only eating one meal a day or one meal every few days all of a sudden that's a huge dent in their income and, it, and it's the big corporations it's it's the corporations that that make the um sort of highly processed manufactured food products as opposed to you know farmers and butchers and things because it's for them it doesn't matter really um because you're not buying huge quantities at such cheap prices so yeah so it's been a bit of a journey with researching all of this um a couple of other people to note on youtube if you're interested has been the 500 pound fasting lady she has been incredible and she actually has been coached by cole robinson she's living with him at the moment and has been doing fasting so as the name suggests she was 500 pounds and i think she's now in the 300s and that's happened in the course of only a few months and he essentially has been coaching her. So she's been fantastic. Um, also, I have gotten on to Dr. Mindy Pels, um, P-E-L-Z. Um, she has her own YouTube channel and she's got a couple of other, I think she's part of a bit of a holistic health practice and, and again, all of her videos and she sort of provides all this information for free. And again, it's, it's good because it's not really sort of, um, I guess self-advertising it's more that she's interested as a lot of other these fasting people in just I guess improving the overall health and well-being of people so she's also been fantastic and something I wanted to go into a little bit she created and her team created a um, 
basically a, a graph that talked about the fasting benefits over time. So essentially it tells you on this graph how long to fast and for what purpose. So it talks about your levels of blood glucose and insulin, um, autophagy and your human growth hormone levels, um, weight loss and ketones, so the rate that those happen and your ketones are being, uh, are being produced. Um, also stems, intestinal stem cell production and also immune reboot and musculoskeletal stem cell um, production as well. So um, basically she goes into the number of hours is detailed up to five days, so up to sort of 120 or so hour mark um, and talking about um, what happens over this period of time depending on all of those different things I just listed before. So essentially it's sort of from naught to to 20 hours or so your insulin has a real rapid decrease and I think that's the most important thing for me I want to get my insulin down and I really want to start unlocking ketones getting the benefit of of autophagy so my body having its time to rest to really repair the cells it needs to repair to um, reduce my insulin allowing me to actually burn fat and produce those ketones um, to release those intestinal stem cells because I've, I've always I've had irritable bowel for quite a while and it's just been getting worse and worse um, so I want to be able to, to heal that a bit um, and also for the the mental clarity which is something that um, if you look at her videos and a few other videos do your own research um, mental clarity is a huge one and I've been experimenting with some sort of two and three day fast for the last few weeks um, sorry a couple of weeks really and I've been blown away with my performance at work on those days that I'm not eating. My motivation is sky high, my focus is sky high, and the amount of work I do in even one day is probably equivalent to three or four days in a normal week when I'm eating every day. Yeah, so essentially I just wanted to talk a little bit about that. But really I'll, what I want to go into now is sort of my, my measurements and what my goals are for the next few days. I just want to talk a little bit about where I'm at right now um, and right now for me where I am and at during the time of this recording it is Tuesday the 25th of February it is 11 o'clock in the morning and I'm really excited um, to be I guess jumping into this this is going to keep me accountable so right now I am and obviously this isn't going to change I'm 165 centimeters um, which is five feet five inches I currently weigh 90, oh, hang on, 91.3 kilograms. So I'm Australian, we, we use metric um, measures, um, but I believe that's equivalent to around sort of 202 pounds. So my body mass index puts me at around, I think, 31, um, which is, I believe, is the obese range oh sorry no okay um 33.5 at the moment um and i just want to let you know um i use the garmin smart scale um which syncs to i've got a garmin smartwatch and i use my um garmin active app um so that smart scale measures i don't know how accurately but it, it does your weight it also does bmi body fat skeletal muscle mass, bone mass and body water. So the two important things for me is the weight and the body fat. 
So my current body fat is 38.5%. So essentially right now I'm wanting to lose weight. My goal weight is 55 kilos. So I've got a total of 36.3 kilos to lose. Um, and I face that weight off uh, how when I was at my slimmest and, and how I felt, this was back in high school, mind you, but um, you know, how confident I felt back then. Um, obviously that might change along the journey. So essentially I wanna get my body weight down and I wanna get my body fat right down to sort of the low 20s, I believe is a good goal. Um, but again, I need to do a little bit more research. Um, but yeah, essentially just to drive those down. Also, I am 37 hours into it will be a 37 day water fast. So I will not be eating until first, um, the 1st of April, which will be a Wednesday. Um, and that will be in the evening. I'll always eat dinner on my fast days because I have a partner. Um, we like to eat together. So that's something that we can do. Um, yeah, so that's, that's basically my, my stats at the moment. Um, I also want to let you know, so as I said, I use Garmin Connect to track my weight and I have a scale that does that. I weigh myself every morning. Um, I also use the Life Extend fasting tracking app. Um, that's fantastic and I love it. It sort of goes into, um, it tells you at what point during your fast what's happening. So it comes up with little symbols like for instance the one that's come up right now it says peak growth hormone and it gives you a little bit of message about that um, and then also gives you a, a scientific source so a scientific journal paper which I also find fantastic. Um, also um, if any of you out there decide to or if you do fast um, you can connect with me so um, if you'd like to connect with me leave me a message or something and, and I'd love to add you to my circle. Um, so that's also something great that I like to do. Um, and finally, I've recently, like as in last week, set up a new Instagram account um, just to track this journey. And that Instagram account is um, under my um, pseudonym fat to fit 28 So that is um, fat to so F A T T O dot fit F I T two eight. Um, and that's where essentially every day I just <clears throat> post about where I am with my fast, um, what my latest stats are, what, what my weight is, and then a little bit about how I'm feeling for that day too. Um, so that's my stats essentially. Um, and what I did want to talk about a little bit is also, um, and I didn't mention earlier, um, really what has, I've attempted fasting for quite a long time over the last six months, and I will always get to, like breakfast is fine, I find that easy not to eat. Lunch at work is has always been very difficult for me. Seeing other people eat lunch and where I work, it's in the center of the city and basically we're in the center of the main shopping precinct. So food is of an abundance. You smell it when you go outside. Everybody in the building has their own lunches. I'm right near the kitchen area on our floor. Um, it's always been difficult and I'm, I'm quite a social, like food has always been the center of my sort of social interactions really with colleagues and and friends and family so lunch was always difficult if I got through lunch um, I resented working through lunch I'd still go outside and try to stack myself with some window shopping or something um, but then getting home with my partner if he decides to eat or even if he didn't I'd I really am terrible I'd be the instigator of it I'd say I'm hungry I just focus on the hunger 
feel not necessarily panicky but a bit angry really um, and decide to eat and unfortunately nine times out of ten that would turn into fast food because uh, we wouldn't stock up the fridge because I'd say I'm not having anything in the fridge because I'm not eating which meant when I was hungry I didn't then it was like I was so panicked I wanted to get food in my face straight away so I didn't want to go to the shops and buy anything which then meant that the fastest way to get food was of course you guessed it going either getting pizza which I absolutely adore um, or some other fast food which again where we live there's a lot of places around us so I'm just fortunate that um, we don't actually have Uber Eats or menu log or any of those in our area thank goodness um, but yeah we do have a lot of other um, yeah a lot of fast food places around so that's essentially been the cycle even though I've been really quite good at fasting certainly for you know 16 18 hours or so it will come to the evening and, and that's it. I sort of undo everything by, by binging on fast food. Then when I've had fast food, because of my sugar addiction, ultimately once I've had something stodgy, say a pizza, then I will just have it, even though I'm full, I'll have a hankering for something really sugary. And then I'll break, give in and go and get, and because my partner's so lovely and I'm such a monster when I've got uh, cravings, he'll give in and go and get me ice cream or something, which is just terrible. I feel terrible for being like that. Then I get angry afterwards and feel angry. It's like, oh, why'd you go and get me that? Where, you know, obviously it's my fault. So, <laughs> yeah, so so I, I wanted to get out of this and, and put a real kick start to what I want to do um, and to my fasting journey, which is why I've decided to fast until April. Um, yeah, so I want to get on with that. I want to lose the weight because I feel awful about myself. I don't feel comfortable in any of my clothes. Um, I don't know how many of you out there are the same but I'm, I'm an apple body shape which essentially means that I put minimal weight on my legs I've got long legs long arms and a short torso but all of my weight goes onto my stomach I get back fat and and my I've got boobs I've got large boobs and they just get bigger so I feel disproportionate um, so if I wear something that shows off my legs because I want to show a part of my body that I'm proud of then I look almost like a toffee apple like an apple on a stick and I hate it I absolutely hate it so then it means I just sort of start disguising everything which then I just I feel like at the age of 29 I'm dressing like a woman who's going through menopause and I hate it I've always loved fashion and the last two years because I've been dressing in camouflage I've not taken an interest in it I've um I've had to be forced to buy clothes really that, that to fit me because I don't want to buy clothes I've gone from sort of a size 10 12 and now I'm 18 20 and I'm just I'm just sick of it I'm ready to yeah I want to do this 37 day fast to sort of transform myself gain confidence in my abilities and my mental strength um, as well as lose this weight and feel more confident now something else I didn't say is I'm a reservist um, in our defense force um, which obviously requires um, I was really fit when I joined um, but since the weight gain I just feel awful in my uniforms and my uniforms it's not as easy as like say going to the shop and buying a new shirt because it needs that to fit um, yeah you've got to go in ordinary uniforms and you're only entitled to so many uniforms I think it's actually one set a year so yeah, so I've been feeling awful and that's a permanent reminder to me every time I get in my uniforms I'm just uncomfortable. Um, because I'm uncomfortable I'm embarrassed about looking 
like the uniform doesn't fit and then on top of it all it's like I'm in the defense force I need to be fit and I'm overweight and I look awful in it so I'm just it's full of embarrassment to the point where I have you know I've wanted to not do some of my reserve service because I just don't even want to be in the uniform and feeling that bad so yeah this is also a major part of it um, and in Australia we have Anzac Day coming up in sort of the end of April which is a big day and it's a lot of ceremonial um, like there's a march and ceremonial um, yeah I guess basically um, yeah a lot of different sort of fanfare and everything there to remember um, Anzac Day but yeah it's you need to look smart and, and it's a day to feel proud and essentially I, I want to feel proud in the uniform that I will be marching in so that's that's really also a main goal I, I want to be fit for them so yeah so this is day one um, and I just want to talk really quickly finally <laughs> before I end this little episode um, what has really motivated me in the last couple of weeks I've managed to sort of when I've said I'm going to do a 72 hour I've managed to do it and the the real difference is is the mental change so I think obviously experiencing multiple multiple trials of fasting and failing but ultimately still extending the time that I'm not eating has led to me being able to do those few like those sort of three-day fasts um, but really what sort of I think kicked me over the line was coming across Dr. Jason Fung. Um, he is a Canadian nephrologist, so that's kidney doctor. Um, and he really sort of laid the foundation, I guess, um, and talks a lot on YouTube. Um, and he has a, he's part of a new practice <clears throat> in Canada that sort of people can either go to in person or online be coached through and it really it focuses on people with diabetes but I guess it's also people with any sort of chronic condition that's weight related um yeah and he's put a lot of time and effort into um reviewing all of the literature out there and trying to push it to the masses um and basically sort of debunking so many of these these uh, diet myths that we have been told and doctors even even my doctor now I said I'm going to do this and she just basically looked aghast like it was the worst idea in the world and you know what I don't even trust I don't trust that she as a medical professional has the understanding of fasting to actually be able to tell me that it's not a good idea so it was great to have um, Dr. Jason Fung's information and he's got a few books out um, his first one's called The Obesity Code which I've, I've in the process of reading right now along with watching his videos um, and it's been fantastic and the number one thing I love is that all of the information has a really strong scientific evidence base so essentially everything in this book he has basically i think it's like 10 pages worth of references to all these different journal articles that talk about the benefits of fasting so it is scientifically uh, it is evidence-based and that's something that i take very seriously so that's the number one thing for me and and i mean i won't go into it in too much detail because i think everybody needs to sort of come to the conclusion themselves i'm not here to sort of tell you um, to do this but it's been a fantastic book and it and everything in it just makes perfect sense and it also validates I guess the reason why everybody and using myself as a case study fails your diet you lose a bit of weight 
then you plateau or you go off the rails and you put more back on than when you started. And essentially the way that the diet industry is and predominantly the way that the medical profession actually, the information they give out, all does this, it perpetuates this this um, sort of this negative feedback loop really. Um, and everything in this book is, is fantastic, including, I mean, some things that I love is how he talks about um, calorie deception and calorie reduction error, you know, that obviously weight loss is basically fewer calories and more energy expenditure and, and basically how that's bullshit as well. So yeah, it's been, it's been great to, um, yeah, it's been great to read this um, and it's sort of given me the, the strength to be able to ignore the naysayers. So even some family members of mine and work colleagues, if I tell them about fasting, the immediate thing is, oh, that's terrible for you, and, and why are you doing that? You're gonna waste away muscle. Why you're not going to burn muscle on a fast. It's ridiculous to think so. So yeah, so this has given me the strength to continue on despite that. And I've, I've also decided that I'm very quiet with my social circle about doing this. I don't want them to know about it. Um, because I don't want them to have the opportunity to sort of, I guess, push me over the line into eating when I'm when I'm at a weak moment as well <laughs> in my own sort of willpower. So yeah, so essentially that's a fantastic book, The Obesity Code. He also written a book called The Complete Guide to Fasting, um, which I've listened to on Audible. That's been great. Um, as well as The Diabetes Code is his latest book. So I definitely encourage you if you're looking at that. Um, or looking into fasting to read his books. They are great, especially if you are of a scientific background. Um, and I definitely encourage doctors to read it. Please, please, please read it if there's any of you out there, medical professionals. Um, yeah, so that essentially that's the end of my first episode. So just to sum up, I'm 37 hours into my 37 day fast, which will end on April the 1st. I am currently 91.3 kilos, down from my heaviest on February 6th at 94.2 kilos. <clears throat> and my goal is 55 kilos, so I want to lose 36.3 in total. But I've calculated the rate you lose weight when fasting is usually around sort of a half a kilo a day on average, I believe. So my mini goal I guess for, well, it's not mini goal, it's a large goal, but my goal for the end of these 37 days is to be at 75 kilos, um, which would be, <clears throat> yeah, which would be a loss of around 16 in total, I believe. So yeah, um, hopefully you've enjoyed this episode and please, if you've got any questions or want to connect with me on social media, um, I won't connect on Facebook. I do keep my Facebook. I've only got sort of very few friends and family on there, but um, certainly on Instagram or through something like the Life Fasting app, I would love to connect with you. Um, yeah, so hopefully you've enjoyed my ramblings. Um, yeah, and I'd love to hear about how you're going as well. <laughs>